So what did you use to take the pictures? My phone. Wow, really? Mm -hmm. Wow. This one is epic. I, I'm just amazed how clear it is. We, Have you taken pictures with an iPhone before, Dave? <laughs> no, of course not. I've never done such things like that. All right. He just uses the front-facing camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. All right. 18, uh, 18 minutes in. All right. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. I provided another soundbite. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that'll be at the beginning of the show. I can just see it. This is episode 306 on July 11th, 2019. everyone and welcome to the tiny shutter podcast where we talk about iphone photography and other things i'm joseph ferreira i'm dave podner i'm greg mcmillan and i'm matt hoffman welcome back gentlemen actually uh thanks for having me back <laughs> uh yeah so you're... welcome back joe <laughs> uh dave and greg ha and and matt have been holding down the fort uh as i've been gallivanting across the country and uh had other things last week going on but uh uh thanks for thanks for uh putting out those last uh couple episodes oh always fun glad to have you back yeah i'm, I'm glad to be back i i missed uh, being on the show, you know, it's, you know, I, I did get to edit, edit the shows and get them up, but you know, it's not the same, you know, <laughs> uh, well, uh, I think I'd like to, and we talked about this earlier, but I think what we're going to do is, um, instead of having a particular topic this week, uh, we're going to continue on with the, uh, what we've been up to mainly because I was gone and, um, and keep it simple today. So, uh, let's, uh, let's do this. I, I'll probably go last. So, um, Dave, what have you been up to, man? Um, honestly, not that much. Um, not getting too much into weather, but it's been f either stinking hot or torrential downpours around us or yeah. both. So it's, hey, it's finally stopped raining enough. Let's go go to the pool for a couple minutes so we're not roasting. Um, but other than that, in terms of photography, not an awful lot. Uh, um, got actually one thing I did get, um, and this was yesterday afternoon. Um, I noticed it was like late afternoon, early evening and, um, half moon up and it was just, it was clear enough where there wasn't a haze or, you know, the summer haze in the sky. So I was just trying to get a decent picture of the, of the moon yeah. midday and, and I, uh, it's one of those things of, oh, let me just try a couple of things. And of course, you forget what you try. So yeah. there's no way I think I could replicate it. But so if what the post, the picture I posted, I posted on Instagram, it looks like a middle of the night picture, you know, completely hmm. black sky. But that was taken, 
I forget what it was. It was taken, I think, around quarter till seven in the evening. Mm. So it was it was real bright out still. But I did some cha- um I'm, again, it's one of those things of I think I was using in light, Snapseed, the build in, trying just to edit to get a decent picture without you know, basically it was a handheld shot. Was this, no lens attachment. Was, was this, uh, uh, did you say it was a black and white or a color? Well, it's color, but instead of keeping the sky blue, the edits I did turned it into a black sky. Sort of like a red filter would do. <sighs> I take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I, I, it's just a matter of I just don't have that, exp- that much experience with the different filters, but... Um, you know, of course, the problem with trying to take a moon pick is always just, especially at night, you know, the contrast between how bright the moon is and how dark everything is. So doing it during the day, it turned out good. And it, it was actually a pretty for at least. OK, but I'll put the qualifiers on it. Handheld shot doing the max zoom. So we've got digital and the 2x optic, but mostly a digital zoom. It didn't turn out hideously. Um. Of course, you know, if I would have had a, you know, some kind of lens attachment to do more of an optical zoom, of course, that's always that's always better than digital. Yeah. But it turned out pretty good. Um, But in terms of photography, that's and well, one thing that I posted tonight is that this morning here around Pittsburgh, we got slammed with I think I said this morning it was like two and a half, three inches just this morning of rain. And we've had we're that puts us as the most amount of rain ever year to date. Oh, last wow. year was last year was the actually the rainiest year we had the first half of the year. And this and today's two and a half inches has put us above that for this year. So they were saying, OK, tons of flooding this morning and we're expecting more in the afternoon. Well, that luckily missed us. And I got a couple pretty nice golden hour shots. Nice. Um, the only problem is that I took them through a window. So there's a little bit of, you know, window haze, unfortunately. But yep. really, other than that, not a lot of photography going on. Yeah, uh, I I just sent you a picture of uh, when I was on the plane heading to Phoenix and uh, I saw the moon. I was like, oh, I'll get a picture of the moon. And then it was totally disappointed because the perspective of the camera versus the perspective of our eyeballs um, really made the image sort of like seem weak. (laughs) Um, But when you said that you handheld it and, and and got it you know when i when i took the picture and, and exposed it so that i could see the moon it made the sky very dark at 30,000 okay, yeah. feet but uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> through an airplane uh window right not exactly uh, the most stable uh, platform in the world either <laughs> right no, uh, just to piggyback on what you said about you know making your uh, sky black um if you uh if you're shooting uh black and white um back in the day with film and you wanted to play with filters a red filter would actually um 
it would make the I mean, it would make blues look almost black. Um, an orange, yellow, orange, and red were very much um, a uh, would would change the color of the sky. If you put a blue filter on, it would it would lighten up the sky. I mean, really lighten it up. So it was just, I guess, uh, I guess what it would do would. Uh, whatever color was going through and the filter would hit it or it would hit the filter um, it would either block out the certain uh, colors that were were needed for the exposure and uh, just change the dynamics so if you go into snapseed and you change your image to a black and white and you have you have the same option to add different colors you have green red blue yellow um, and I guess a, a neutral, but, uh, you can see what the different, uh, color filters will do to the image. So, all right. Uh, Greg, what have you been up to? Oh, not a whole lot, really. Um, like just a, a quick little update on a, a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that our little Yorkie had some dental surgery done and she was having oh, some yeah. real breathing issues and all that stuff. But I just like to, you know, let everybody know that she's really good now. Um, the breathing issues are all but gone away now. And, and she's, uh, <laughs> she's just a little firecracker. Um, she's in better shape now than I think she ever has been since we got her. So, you know, that, that's, that's a blessing in disguise right there. She's really, really doing well. But as far as, um, <clears throat> as far as photos go that I've taken, um, I haven't really taken a, a, a ton, but you know, we went, we went for a couple of little drives here and there and, and we went to a local beach and I took some pictures over there. Nothing really exciting. Um, one thing that happened over the week, though, was, um, and, and I'm just saying this as a as a, an ambassador for a moment who makes the the lenses and stuff, is they introduced a new line of products, and it's called Moment Air. And what that is is it's um, it's an anamorphic lens for the DJI Mavic 2 Pro and the Mavic 2 Zoom drones. So you, you can get some really nice cinematic drone footage with this lens attached. And there's um, a series of filters that are available for it as well. Uh, there's five different um, levels of ND filters and a circular polarizer filter. And... So they're they they're they're pretty excited about that and and it's um, looks like it's uh, almost four hundred percent funded, so they're doing really well with that. I think they reached their goal in the first day, and um, uh, you, you know as an ambassador, I got access to some of their um, uh pictures and, and videos and things like that that you can put out on social media. So I got those just ahead of the release time, which was uh, 12 noon Eastern on Wednesday, I think, yesterday. And um, so, or was it yesterday or the day before? I think it was Tuesday. And so I put an Instagram story out there and, and just tried to get the word out. Um, 
sadly, I don't have a drone because the regulations around here where I live are just just way too strict. Yep. So, you know, I just, uh, I don't know. I know a guy that has a drone, and he doesn't have the Mavic too. so I don't know if he's going to be able to get this or not um, unless they make it for the, the Phantom series. But uh, I don't know that he flies it that much anymore because just because the regulations are, are just stupid. So, um, but other than that, no, it's it's been a, a pretty slow week for me. Um, I have been on my bicycle out riding more this year and more this week than I have in the last three years, I think. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, of course, a, a guy at work and I, we got this little bet on to see who can lose the most body percentage of their body weight between now and September 1st. So, oh. uh, so it, it's on. <laughs> got it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and you know, I I could you I could stand to lose a few pounds. So, uh, <laughs> I, I'm starting to feel better already, even though it's only been basically since the first of July. So, yeah. So that's about it. Uh, you know, nothing too exciting. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Uh, Matt, what have you been up to? Well, um, trying to remember when the last time I was on the show was but um i, think I guess it was a couple ago. weeks ago yeah. well it, so in, in any case um i missed uh last week because we had uh some family from uh fabulous Asheville, north carolina come up to nice visit for a few days so um we had we had company and then uh we um said goodbye to them for i think a day and then the next day uh which was uh sunday we met up at uh, south bass island in lake erie uh which is where the uh super party spot called putin bay is located uh, um, but we weren't there to party per se because we had uh kids with us and it would not have been appropriate to take them into that sort of scene um but in any case we spent um three days up there just kind of relaxing and hanging out and um, i brought my kayak and did some fishing and that kind of thing and um tried to do a bunch of shooting and and obviously since it was a family thing you know there was kind of a lot of family type pictures that you know i'm really not going to put on instagram or um anything anything like that but um i did i did go out and um uh what was it sunday morning i guess uh went out really early i think i was on the on the water just shortly after 6 a.m uh in my, my kayak and where I launched my kayak from, there was this uh, ship that was kind of anchored a little ways offshore that was headed, it's headed to Cleveland because um, starting today through this coming weekend is the Tall Ships Festival. And it's like a thing that travels around to different cities. I think it was like in Buffalo uh, last weekend. And um, I don't know where it's going after Cleveland, but in any case, um, it's basically like just these ships that they're not necessarily old per se, but they're, right. they're all like schooners and that kind yes. of ship with like tall masts and real big sails and everything. And, 
Um, in any case, so one of them it was called the Blue Nose Two. It was a hundred and eighty-one foot long schooner. Um, was kind of parked out there, so I got a relatively close to it, kind of paddled around it, and talked to one of the the crew, and um, cool. just kind of yeah, asked them you know some questions about what they were doing and stuff, and so it was pretty neat. But I took I'm, all the the pictures with my iPhone. Uh, nor- normally, I bring my little Nikon uh, Coolpix, like waterproof camera, but I forgot it on this trip. So, um, on uh, Sunday morning, the lake was like extremely calm, and I felt comfortable getting my my <laughs> phone out and yeah, taking some pictures. Well, I'll tell you because what day was it? I guess it was. Um, Oh, I said Sunday. I was out on the lake. I, I'm all screwed up about what day it is. It wasn't Sunday. It was Wednesday. Wednesday morning is when I t- took these pictures of the ship. Um, Monday morning, I went out and was fishing, caught a whole bunch of fish, and some of them were pretty big, and I wanted to take pictures of them, but it was so rough. Mm. There was just no way that was going to happen. So, um, yeah, it was kind of a bummer, but what can you do? Right. And then, um, I don't know. The only other thing really photography wise, um, I did go to a fireworks display, uh, cause we did just have independence day last week. Um, so Saturday, Saturday night, my wife and son and I went to a fireworks show and, um, I played a tiny little bit with the new update to the moment app, um, you know, where they added a slow shutter uh, capability to it. I really didn't get any photos with that that I liked. Um, I don't know. I I just didn't really like feel like really diving into it, I guess. And and I just was, I don't know. I just opened it and shot and it was terrible to be honest with you i think i need to <laughs> slow down and 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 kind of you know play with the settings and everything i really didn't do that i just got like a bunch of really lousy pictures like one of them is okay and the other ones are just not not good um but i i did shoot with that dxo one camera that i've been uh ranting and raving about mm-hmm. for a little while now and that that was a treat and the pictures um, they're not like the best firework pictures I ever took because the uh, the spot where we kind of set up uh, our chairs and everything, like the the foreground is basically just like food tents <laughs> and stuff, you know. Um, so it's uh, can't help nothing. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not like really spectacular. But as far as like the actual fireworks go, um, I got some really good shots, and I'm I'm pretty happy with like how clean the images are and everything. So, um, I am still just madly in love with this camera. I really, really like it a lot. That's awesome. It's, you know, if you buy something like that and you're like, Oh, why did I buy it? That's, you know, that's usually kind of how I feel about something. But when you say, yes, I love it. I can't wait to do more with it. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such a, such a cool camera i'm I'm just really enjoying using it and i keep it charged and and it's like in my car at all times because uh 
uh, you just never, you never know, um, <laughs> you know, when, when the opportunity is going to pop up to use it. And then, um, Oh, one other thing. Um, I, I, I don't know, Greg and I need to talk about this some more. We, I may post this in the, uh, on the tiny shutter, uh, Instagram account, but we, I don't know if you guys remember, I think it was back this past winter, Greg and I sort of like collaborated on a, on a photo of his where he, he shot a photo of this church, um, where he lives and, and, uh, I don't know, something about it spoke to me. And, and, uh, I asked him if I could edit it and I edited it the way that like I would have edited the picture and he really liked it and whatever. So in any case, he, uh, sent me this picture that he took the other day of a, a boat. Um, I'm guessing it's out in, um, uh, Lake Huron. Is that right, Greg? No, it's, it's uh, Georgian Bay, which is on the east side of the peninsula that goes up between Georgian Bay and Lake Huron. So actually that okay. was just, that was still basically <laughs> in town here. Okay. But same, still same, region, right. same region. Same <laughs> region. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> semantics <laughs> um so so in any case um very simplistic uh picture it actually would have been great for the uh the the challenge that we have going on the, the post pick of the week but basically uh, just a um a sailboat with it doesn't have its sail up but it's a little sailboat on the left side of the the picture, um, you know, in the the horizon, it's kind of fallen on, on that um, rule of thirds, uh, the you know the lower third. Uh, but it's a very gray picture, very flat, very gray, um, like real overcast sky or fog or something. And um, he sent it to me, and you know, I, I thought it was a cool picture, and and he was like, "Can you edit it for me?" And I was like. Yeah, sure. So, you know, my first thought when I see a picture like that was just to, like, make it black and white, maybe, like, high contrast. But then I was like, eh, that's such a cop-out. Like, that's the easy way. That's the easy way out. So instead, what I did um, was a sky replacement um, with the Skylab app. And then... I, I was telling Greg, I, I really wish I had done like a screen recording or something because I don't remember all the steps involved in how I did this. But I, um, I somehow did like a mirror, a mirror of the sky, and then did like some kind of weird overlay so that the colors from the sky replacement would be in the water, but it wouldn't like eliminate the texture of the the waves and ripples and stuff from the water. I don't even remember exactly how I did it, but Enlight was involved somehow. <laughs> so I, I got to go back and, and do it again. And then uh, um, I suppose I'll share this in the, uh, on the tiny shutter um, Instagram account and kind of uh, show the before and after and, and how I did it or whatever. Yeah. So that kept me busy for like half an hour or so. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. That looks great. Oh, yeah. you see it? 
Yeah, um, Greg just posted it in our uh, little chat. Oh, okay, cool. No, that's that's huge. <laughs> yeah, I was blown away by it. Well, thank you. I just wish I remember how the heck I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm going yeah. to. Um, I'm. I'm going to send you guys a couple uh, photos of uh, what I just took. But uh, let me not interrupt you. Go ahead. Uh, oh, that's about it. That's oh, about okay. it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, just for most people, I don't know if they know, but um, I left the phone company in November, and uh, I am now a full-time youth pastor with my church. And uh, so, I was gone. Uh, see here. I, I uh, took off a couple weeks ago for Phoenix, Arizona, for a missions trip that, we, um, that I led and there was uh there was 11 of us that went and uh it was to phoenix uh to the phoenix dream center and it's a place where i think i mentioned this before but it's a place where um they bring people in who've been uh human trafficked uh men and women uh and they work with uh, various agencies across the united states to uh to kind of get them out of wherever they're at to um uh, so that they can have a better life and uh there was a lot of uh people that we met we didn't meet like uh most of the um women uh, or men there that had uh, that were a part of the uh, human trafficking, uh, very very few, mostly the ones that were um, on staff there, and uh, it's heartbreaking to kind of hear that. And uh, and so, uh, but the other part was we got to do a lot of outreach around Phoenix uh, with homeless and um, care centers and. Um, and uh, go out to parks and uh, just have, you know, just a, a good time for outreach and everything. And it was a lot of fun. Everybody was taking pictures and um, not, not everybody, uh, just the uh, few select adults. It was interesting. We uh, all the, basically any, uh, there was only three of us that were allowed to bring uh, cameras. We, told them or phones we told them no no electronic devices and you know i i kind of wish that i didn't have my electronic device because i wanted to feel like i was in the 80s and 90s again you know <laughs> but um but we took uh we took images of uh the trip and then combined them all and i realized how much how very little images I kind of put into uh, with everybody else because I was kind of selective and everybody else kind of like put everything <laughs> into the share file. Um, but um, uh, yeah, we, so we were in Phoenix uh, for a week and uh, did the outreach. And then one of the days, uh, Tuesday of that week, we drove up to the Grand Canyon and um this was this was my second time and for a lot of the people on the trip uh this was their first 
And one thing that I realized when I got there was, uh, you know, I was trying to think, okay, what can I remember from when I was 12? Um, and I realized that it was much bigger than I remembered. <laughs> um, and, you know, there's sometimes that you have to stop and just look around at the situation where, wherever you are and just kind of take in um, your surroundings. And the Grand Canyon was one of them. But being the photographer that I am, I took out my phone and started taking pictures. <laughs> um, I didn't take a whole lot, um, but I was I was pretty selective on what I wanted to do, and and I noticed that there were a lot. You know, everybody there was taking pictures, and it was almost like every five feet they were stopping to take a picture. And, you know, it was, I, I was just observing and watching how, uh, how people did it. You know, a lot of, you know, a lot of people would stand there with selfie sticks and, you know, sometimes you'd say, Hey, do you want me to take a picture for you? And they're like, no, we're good. I'm like, okay. You know, you want to have that arm extended in every photo. Um, and, but there were other times where you know, I was able to help somebody take a picture and just hopefully the images that I was able to take of them would be uh, the ones that were, they would, you know, cherish the most, you know, sort of like giving, you know, as a photographer, you can, you know, apply, uh, what's it called? Um, my mind just went blank. Uh, you can apply, um, Composition. There we go. You can apply. <laughs> you can apply composition. Just kind of making it aesthetically pleasing, because um, there's a lot of images I saw where cut from the belly up to try to get the landscape in there also, and yet you're only, they're only sticking up half out of the uh, out of the photo instead of probably getting down lower. Uh, getting people in or stepping back a little bit. Um, but the images that, uh, you know, that I got were, I was really pleased with. And um, I, I still haven't posted them on Instagram and Matt thinks that they won't ever be posted, which is probably true. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, um, I wish so, so much that like the, the iPhone was like a thing when, like when, when I was went. living out there. Right. Yeah. You know, um, I think, uh, let's see the iPhone. Yeah. I, I left like, I think maybe right after the, the, 3gs was released ah, so yeah. it wasn't even uh it wasn't even um or wait iphone 3g what was the second iphone not 3gs Three, uh 3G? the 3g yeah the 3G. yeah 3g so so right after that was released is when i moved away from arizona so it wasn't even good you know really for taking pictures yet but man i'll tell you if uh you know, if I was still out there now and um, 
you know, had the phones we have today, iPhone 10 and stuff like that, I'd be going bonkers taking (laughs) pictures. So prior to the show, um, I was sharing my images with the guys and, uh, I was just one, one thing I, I didn't do is I, I, basically only brought my iPhone. I didn't bring any lenses. I didn't bring anything else, um, mainly because that wasn't the type of trip that I was on. Um, But it's a testimony to what we have just in our pockets to be able to capture, to, to capture with. I was thinking, oh, should I have brought my Canon with me or... You know, and I was thinking, no, because that thing would have just hung around my neck and just been a burden. And I would have just only wanted to pull out my phone. Uh, I did have a, uh, a a charger with me throughout the day as we were there because I knew I would have burned through my battery quickly, which I did. And I was glad to have that charger. But, you know, just it's amazing the landscapes and and when the sun so when we got there it was 9 a.m you know as you went throughout the day the sun would would change over the horizon and the landscape would change too the shadows would be gone and then you'd have mainly uh uh you know color color changes and shadow changes and all and all that and and it it wasn't the same you know, throughout the day. And so I would recommend if you ever go to the Grand Canyon, try to be there all day. I would love for it to go for a sunrise and sunset also, and just to be able to see, or even, you know, do some night photography uh, there also. They had classes that they they said that, oh yeah, we have this night photography class that you can take if you wanted to. And I'm like, oh man, we weren't there for the Grand Canyon, but that was one of our stops. Um, but to, Dave, to go back to um, the black and white um, thing that uh, we were talking about earlier. Okay, yeah, with the filters, yeah, with the filters. Um, I'm gonna post. I'll post these on the uh, in the show notes. But uh, two pic. Uh, it's a, it's a single image. Um, I'll have the original uh, image plus the two black and whites. And you can see what happens when you have uh, a color filter with, with black and white. Um, so the top image that you're looking at is a blue filter. And what it does is it mutes the blues and kind of, uh, it, it kind of takes away from any of the mainly because the landscape is red um it it takes sort of the depth and um the accents away but when i applied a orange filter to the one below you can see how much everything changed um you have uh you have uh the blues that got darker oh yeah um even even some of the non-red areas began to really shine and the greens got dark and and it has that contrast so um 
that that's what the the filters will do so i'll i'll have these images in the show notes for people to look at and i'll explain you know which one had what which filter uh so that if you're listening to this you can see what i'm talking about but just go on to snapseed and put an image in there open up um open the image in there and go to tools and you can go to black and white and black and white has different options there's neutral contrast bright dark film darkened sky um, i would keep it on neutral and below that you have that first option is your filters and you have neutral red orange yellow green and blue blue just was added um probably about a year ago um, because it used to only be red orange yellow and green but they added blue which was pretty pretty cool because it did kind of uh it gave a um uh it, it gave a different uh outlook to uh your image so yeah i would i would suggest playing around with that and seeing what you guys can come up with and see you know instead of just changing it black and white using the filters to you know add or subtract whatever you want with the black and white and you'll be amazed on what the uh what will happen to those images so uh, so needless to say, I was, uh, I was on a missions trip and got to go to the Grand Canyon and, uh, you know, the end of the day at the Grand Canyon, we were basically gone all day long, but was able, we were able to, I was able to expose them to In-N-Out Burger and, uh, have a good time with that. They're like, this is great. I said, yeah, now you know what you're, now you know what I'm missing when I live here in the Carolinas. <laughs> but needless to say, I'd love to go back to Phoenix and uh, go back to the Dream Center and do that again. And uh, I kind of joking with the guys, I said, we need to have a meetup at the Grand Canyon. That would be awesome mm -hmm. uh, to do something like that. So That would we'll be super see. sweet. Yeah, maybe maybe we can have uh, uh, maybe what we can do is have the option of uh, meeting everybody for like the uh, South Rim, you know, just walking along the South Rim, but then have uh, a, another like the next two days to go hiking through the canyon. That would be cool. I will be the guide. <laughs> so well cool all right let's uh let's go ahead and do this and move into our post pick of the week post pick of the week all right so our our weekly photo challenge when i was gone was minimalism is that right? Minimalism? Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, yeah, this Dave, is the end of the uh, two-week. Yeah, end of the two-week. So uh, Dave has an image for us that he'd like to share. Yep. yep. Let me get that up 
and open here. And this is from Abdul Halim Ekram. And I do apologize, apologize if I had issues with the pronunciation there. Um, and it's three birds on a wire. Um, it actually, it, the, the way the, the, um, the birds are sitting on it and the wires are spaced, it almost looks like a, um, a sheet of music. Yes. Um, with the birds being the notes and it's, it's, yeah, I, I like the composition in terms of there's not a lot going on. It's pretty straightforward. Um, the power lines are pretty straight across. There's nothing weird or unusual going on. It's just a nice, simple picture. It kind of gives a nice image of what's going on. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Greg? Yeah, I really like the uh, um, simplicity of it. Of course, that's what minimalism is all about. It's supposed to be very simplistic. So there's a lot of negative space with the sky and the the hydro lines or the power lines they just go across the image perfectly straight perfectly level and they're in the uh lower half of the image and in the sky it, it almost looks like you could see slight traces of clouds but uh, it, you know it's hard to tell if that's what it is or whatever but um just a, a really cool cool image and and i never thought of it looking like you know musical notes on on a sheet like dave said but you know it, it he's right it kind of looks like that but but yeah it was a it's a really really well taken minimalistic picture yeah matt yeah i i agree with pretty much everything that dave and uh and greg said so far um i, I really honestly don't even know what what else to add to it it is definitely a very a very min- minimalist uh, image, and um, you know, I, I, there's uh, there's this weird kind of offset with having the the one bird on the left and and the two um, on the right side of the image, um, but it's like a, it, it's good. It kind of makes you scan the whole thing and and then I, I i don't know what it is i like things that are like neat and tidy so i like the fact that the the power lines are like perfectly horizontal across the image they're not like diagonal or skewed in any way so um i don't know this is like a pleasing minimalist picture to me i like it yeah the the rule of thirds is what pops into my my mind when I'm looking at this, and I thought of music when I saw it too. Um, the yeah the the simplicity of it and um, the way uh, the way everything is uh, composed I I think is uh, is really good. So congratulations, Abdul! You are our post pick of the week winner. If you'd like to be chosen as post pick of the week, you can go onto our Facebook group and look for our weekly photo challenge. And uh, that goes for two weeks, gives you time to prepare, see what is out there and participate. And it, uh, on the off week that we don't choose from our weekly photo challenge, we go to Instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter. And so we uh, we like going there and seeing some good images there too. 
All right. Uh, what are we going to propose for this week? For the, for this uh, next challenge, should we do black and white and using di- uh, different uh, filters? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Should we should we do it where um, they have to show what the different filters do to the image, or should it be a mm. uh, or should it be a single image with a particular filter in mind. Personally, I think if we were going to dictate a, a, a one color filter, I think it should be red. How about orange? Or orange. Yeah, yeah, orange is good. Yeah, let's do orange. So let's do black and white with the filter orange. And Snapseed is uh, works on both Android and uh, iOS, so it, I believe the Android version should have it also. Uh, so it is. I, I would suggest using Snapseed uh, with the black and white uh, option and using the orange filter. Is that pretty specific? Yeah, that is very Sounds specific. Good. Okay. Well, cool. All right. Well, uh, I think we might have ourselves a show. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to bring up? Mm -hmm. Not much on my end. All right. Well, let me go ahead and play this. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. Barely. Uh, let's see here. Let's uh, tell everybody where they can find find us. Let's start with you, Matt. All right. You can check me out on uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Flickr, and the Artful Eye Photography community at M. Hoffman Photo. Excellent. Greg. You can find me on Instagram at McMillan Photo on uh Twitter, McMillan underscore photo on Dave Flash as just McMillan and on uh, the Artful Eye Photography community as Greg McMillan. Awesome. And Dave? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as ProfPod and in the uh, Facebook group as Dave Podner. You can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show notes and to our Facebook group, our Instagram, our Patreon, 